I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Sade. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills her calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sadek. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. I say, in Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, you minister to us by your spirit. Lord, I pray that you quicken my mind to receive revelations from you in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, mighty God, that, Lord, you minister through me, that, God, even as I preach, as I minister, that God, you speak to your children. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word tonight. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Shake a hand of somebody next to you. Tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Praise God. <coughs> Exodus 19, verse 1. Exodus 19, verse 1. Thank you, brother. Brother, man. Brother, Eddie. Thank you, Ricky. We're in the style. We're in the style. Style is The Lord bless you. Okay. On the third new month, new moon, after the people of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on that day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. They set out from Rephidim and came into the wilderness of Sinai, and they encamped in the wilderness. There Israel encamped before the mountain. While Moses went up to God, the Lord called to him out of the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, Tell the people of Israel. So God speaks to Moses and he says, This is what you are to tell people of the nation of Israel, the house of Jacob. He says in verse 4, You yourselves have seen what I did. To the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. He says you have seen. What is it that you have seen? You have seen you know how I dealt with the Egyptians. So it is God who dealt with the Egyptians says, you have seen how I dealt with the Egyptians, number one. And number two, how I bore you on eagle's wings. Is it? So, who is to 
carry them, right? On eagle's wings. Yeah. So it is God. When they left, it was God. Just give me a minute, please. says here, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Yeah. To bear. Now, it means that you know, can you picture the wings stretch out and uh, all the Israelites on the wings and he's carrying them. And uh, he is there, you know, carrying them, moving about with them, sustaining them, you know, making sure that they are well. So he says that you have seen that, you know, how I, I took care of you. So, this is part three. Is it part three? Tonight. You know, about hiding under the shadow of his wings. God's shadow. So, his wings are talking about God's protection. God's provision. God's supernatural intervention. His shadow, uh, that uh, we are his carry when when we are moving, God is carrying us in his wings. And when we are down there, he's covering us in his wings. So when you serve God and when you live for God, it's an important thing. You, know, you, you are staying under the protection of God. You are in the wings of God. And you are allowing God to carry you. You are allowing God to protect you. You are allowing God to be there uh, in every situation. So the issue is, he says, uh, you have seen how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. And I brought you to where I am. That I was there for you. Now you come to think about it. That the children of Israel left Egypt. And the first obstacle was the Red Sea. And they stood before the Red Sea. And when they stood before the Red Sea, the Egyptians were coming behind them. And what happened? Uh, so they were now uh, stuck and say, well, where are we going to go to? What's going to happen? Uh, and the Bible says that the cloud that led them, the presence of God, the glory of God, moved from before them, from in front of them, and it went behind them. So it was God's intervention and the Egyptians could not penetrate the cloud 
so the cloud protected the Israelite from coming through. I mean, they protected the Israelites so that the Egyptians would not come through and attack them and capture them back. And when the cloud was there in front, God opened the Red Sea. And they, 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 they walked on dry ground while the cloud was behind them. And so by the time they have crossed the Red Sea, the cloud lifted up. And that's when the Egyptians said, oh, there they are. Look, the Red Sea, you know, there is a road, you know, in the Red Sea. And let's go after them. And they went with their horses and chariots. And when they got there, where the children of Israel walked perfectly, they they got stuck. And their wheels came off. And their horses got stuck. And uh, what was that? It, all of that was God looking after his children. You see, when you serve God, God will frustrate the enemy. You shouldn't worry about the enemy when you serve God. God will deal with the enemy. The enemy will be frustrated you know, when you serve God. And so because they were in the will of God, in the plan of God, God was like carrying them. Yeah. And they, they walked, they crossed the Red Sea. You know, the Egyptian uh, got stuck. And then after the Israelite cross, God said to Moses, now, you know, uh, point back the rod. And what happened? The sea came back. And they, they drowned in the Red Sea. So when Israelite pass, they drowned. That's the protection of God. Yeah, and, and that is why child of God, if ever there is anything that you should not do, never get out of the, the protection and the presence of God. Never leave the Lord. You know, never stop saving God. Saving God, it's, your, it's the greatest thing that you can ever do in life. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I, when I was celebrating my born again birthday, it was on Sunday, yeah, the 8th of May. Yeah. So Monday, Apostle Theo sent me a message. You know. So probably was thinking that it's my birthday. So anyway, he sends me a message, happy birthday. And so, so I responded and said, you know, thank you. But it was my spiritual birthday. So he responded. In capital letters, he says, that is the most important day. Yeah. The day that you were born again is it, better than the day you were born. The day you gave your life to Jesus. Yeah, it's a very important day. So whatever happens, never stop serving God. You need to tell yourself that I will stay under God's protection, under God's shadow. I will hide under the shadow of the Lord. I will keep on saving God. I will never depart from the Lord. And, and that is the most important thing. You see, the devil would want to take you off from the Lord. He will bring offenses. He, he, he does that to many people. Make you be, you know, uh, uh, that you be offended. Yeah. And, and uh, some people, some might not be aware that they are offending you, but they are offending you. Yeah. And so you need to learn that, you know, what, I, what is important in my life is the treasure that I have within me. I need to look after it. 
I should not allow anything to take the treasure that I have. And I would want to get you offended. And then when you're offended, he uh, now say, you know, what's the use of uh, being with those brethren? Look, they have offended you. They are not caring. You know, they don't mind you. They are hypocrites. I'll tell you all of that. Uh, oh, they are hypocrites, these people. Uh, and, you know, uh, you're not here for anybody. You're here for your soul. Amen? Yeah, there are sick people in hospital. Remember? But you don't say, ah, oh, that hospital is full of sick people. I'm not going there. No. You're not going for them. You're going for yourself. So also when you come to church, whether they are hypocrites or not, you have not come for that. You have come for your soul to serve God and to love God. That's why you are serving God. And so that is the most important thing that you need to guard. You guard, you treasure that, that this is important in my life. I will serve God. I will live for God. I will do His will. You know, I will, I will do what He tells me. I will do that because I am here for God and not for somebody else. That's important. Amen? Yeah. And so, uh, they crossed the Red Sea. Yeah. They went over and uh, you know, by the time the Israelites went in, they drowned. Yeah. And then from there, Miriam took a tambourine, you know, and led the ladies, and they sing. I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and rider thrown into the sea. I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and rider thrown into the sea. <laughs> she was singing. My God, my Lord, my strength, my song has now become my victory. The Lord, my God, my strength, my song has now become my victory. The Lord is God and I will praise Him, my Father. I will exalt Him. The Lord is God and I will praise him, my father. Hey, you don't, you're not reading the Bible. I'm just singing the Bible. It is there in Exodus, the Bible. Hey. What's there? Look what the Lord, oh, that's what you know. Look what the Lord has done. So they were excited yeah, that God has done a great way. Yeah, and then from there, God really went with them. When they lacked water, God provided. Yeah, when they lacked meat, they cried for meat, God sent uh, quails you know, to, uh, uh, that they caught them and you know, they ate. God sent manna. God looked after them. So he's saying figuratively, I bore you on eagle's wings. Because you are there for me. But the fortunate part, it is not all who was there who was for the Lord. That is unfortunate part. It is, I mean, some were there with their own motives. Yeah. And some wanted to go back to Egypt and say, why, Moses, have you brought us out there, out here? It's better in Egypt. We remember the, the cucumbers, eh? the garlic and the cucumbers yeah. and all of that. I mean, can you remember cucumber and garlic? But I say, we remember all of that that we ate in Egypt. We want to go back. 
And so, when the spies went out to spy out the land, they said that we can't go there. The, 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 the place is full of giants. We also saw the sons of Nephilim, you know, there. And it says the land eats its own people. That's how bad it is. So we can't go there. And so God said, okay, you can't go there. I said that I've given you the land. And you're looking at your strength. And looking at your strength, you're saying that I can't keep you. I can't give you, I can't fulfill what I promise. I can't give you what I promise. He says, for each day that you spend spying out the land, you're going to spend one year. And then he says, every one of you, you says that your children are going to die, so it is you who's going to die. Yeah. And those that you say they're going to die, they will go and inherit the land. Yeah. And Jake, uh, 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 Joshua and Caleb were the only two who went in, who were above 21, who went in and possessed them because they believed God. You know what they did? They trusted God. They, they were right in God. And so ultimately, they went in and they possessed the land. You know, God gave them uh, the land. So we see here that uh, you know, it is always a blessing to stay in the presence of the Lord. It's always a blessing. Yeah. Whatever you lose, never lose the Lord. Are you hearing me? Yeah. You can lose everything, but never lose the Lord. Yeah. The Lord is everything. Now, He is everything unto us here on earth, yeah. but also He's everything when we die. He's everything. Without the Lord, we are lost. The moment you close your eyes and you open your eyes the other side, if you are not with the Lord, you are lost. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And so it's important that you always have the Lord you know, with you. That God with, with you. You say, God, I will... I will serve you. I will live for you. You know, God, I will be given to you. God, I will never allow anything to take me away from you. I will walk in love. I will walk in forgiveness. I will walk, you know, in everything that you want me, how you want me to, to walk. I will make sure that my heart is right because I don't want to take a chance. You know, you only have one opportunity to die. You only die once. Have you, have you thought about that? Yeah? I don't know. It's not opportunity. <laughs> yeah. The Bible says that it is appointed unto man, how many times? Once to die. You don't have 11 lives. Stop watching TV and say, this person has 11 lives. Nobody has 11. We only have one life. When you die, that's it. You're gone. And when you, when you die, you, there is nothing that you can change that you did this side of death. Do, do, do you see how serious this is? Yeah, I, I, I was saying this to Pastor Lewis that I don't know what's getting in to Christians. It's like this salvation. It is. Only my own eyes. Pastor Mpobani told us. It's like they're taking it serious. Yeah. They, they, 
they are, I mean, they are taking it light. Yeah, they are not taking it serious. Now that, look here, when, Jesus, uh, uh, when I hold a grudge against the next person, yeah, it's like Christians don't realize that you might have been born again the last 20 years. But that grudge can stop you entering into heaven. That's serious. Yeah. That that's small thing. Nangasimudumeris. Yeah, I won't greet that person. Yeah. That that small thing can stop you entering into heaven. Yeah, that is why Jesus said that on that day many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name? You know, we healed the sick. You know, we did this. And Jesus will turn to them and say, Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. He says, I never knew you. That's because Christians have taken you know, the issue of salvation so light. They're thinking that when they get to heaven, they will say, you know, Jesus, you know me. You know, I used to sing here on stage. You know, all people know, uh, know me. You must be knowing me because everybody, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, know me. E everybody, every person, you know, onke onke, I na, I am well known. You must, and they think that they will be saying there. You see, the way God takes this serious, he gave us the Holy Spirit. He said that don't go until you are, you are enjoyed, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit came and the, he said to his disciples, said that, you know, uh, I will ask the Father. He will give you another comforter, another Holy Spirit, another uh, one who is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He says that he will be with you for he will guide, he will lead you into all truths. And so, and, and then uh, uh, the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 5, he says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. So meaning that when I have a grudge against, you know, Pastor Louisa or anybody, yeah, the Holy Spirit will speak to me. It will bother you. If, if you are a child of God, there is no way that you can have that and then it be well in your heart. It's not possible. Yeah, he will... He will deal with you that, you know, uh, what you have, it does not matter. You know, the merits of the case don't count to God. The issue is that things are not well between you and the next person. And so the Holy Spirit will be speaking. So if Jesus, there it is, do not quench the Spirit. So if Jesus saw it important that when he leaves, he gives us the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can guide us, is because he wants us to take the salvation thing serious. Now forget about, you know, doing greater things, I mean greater sins, uh, and sins that are in the forget about it. I'm talking about the issues of the heart. Because if the heart is not right, yeah, that's why it's so easy now to do all other sins that we call them big. Because we haven't dealt with the sins as smaller sins in our lives. And those are the things that are going to block us to getting into heaven.
if you are not truthful to yourself, you know, if you are not honest to yourself that, you know, I, I need to get things right with me, with myself. And if you don't tell yourself that, it will be so easy to do all other things. Because one thing leads to another. That's how it is. And so, and that is like coming out of God's uh, shadow. You're not hiding in, you're coming out. And that is not right. So we need to make sure that we hide under God's shadow. Whatever God says, we're doing it. Because the Holy Spirit is there to help us. I mean, a Christian, you know, can steal from the other Christian and don't, and I deny it. I deny it. I deny it. That thing never happened. I, now you ask yourself, Mama, are you going to heaven? Are you with me? Yeah. And so, I mean, thank God that I haven't heard stories of the phones out, Dimela, you know. And so, go, you ask yourself, if we are all Christians, maybe. Maybe If we are all Christian, how can you pick up somebody's thing? Are you with me? Are, are you able to uh, to sleep at night? Are you able to? Yeah, I hate a life whereby you are too locked everything. Even the Kamuntunya your bedroom will lock you know, Okenya skia, you know, somewhere. I hate that lifestyle. It's terrible. Yeah. I wonder that when we are in the house we must be uh, free. So also when we are in the house of God we must be free. We are not supposed to be locking anything. If we are born again, we just look for those that are uh, not born again. But for us that are born again, you know, we are not supposed to be locking anything because, because a child of God will dread to take something, someone else thing. A fear will come. And I say that I can't do this. This is not mine. I can't do it. And so, the people that are doing that, and that are shunning, that are blocking, that are suppressing, the, you know, uh, when the Holy Spirit speaks to them in their heart, it's because they are not hiding under God's shadow. They are not. Yeah. And so, we need to really fight for our salvation. Are you with me? You know, fight for your salvation. Make sure that, you know, you do your best to live for God. You do your best. To, uh, you embrace everyone. You are not judgmental on any person. You love everybody because God is love. You, you are there. Your motives are right all the time. You don't take advantage of anybody, especially the weak people. You don't take advantage of them. You know, any person maybe uh, who is weaker than you, you know that God is on that person's side. He's a defender of the, of the weak. So, if somebody is disadvantaged, and when you go in there, you disadvantage him even further, telling that 
you're, you're, you're fighting God. You're fighting God. And so as a child of God, we need to be serving God, loving God, loving everybody. That way you're hiding under the shadow of God's wings. And so, I, you know, I make sure that I don't take advantage of any person. Also, you know, maybe when, uh, you know, we do business, I say to people, don't rob me and I won't rob you. Yeah. Just be fair. Yeah. And don't take advantage of me. And definitely I won't take advantage of you. I will be fair to you. And that's how it should be. Yeah, that's how we should uh, treat one another, love one another. As children of God, we need to just walk in that love. We show the love of God in our hearts. It's important, church. Yeah. Christianity. Yeah, I, I have a concern, to be honest with you. I have a concern. And the concern is the born again people. It's like slowly we are slipping into the main line, you know, churches. It's like our Christianity, it's now becoming a nominal Christianity. So meaning we are Christians by name. But when you look at our actions, they don't show any Christianity at all. That's a concern that I'm having. Of course, the born again, you know, people, you know, all the churches that are born again, you look at, you know, it's like we've been serving God for more than 30 years. You know, if I look at Christianity 30 years back, and then I look at Christianity today, it's like day and night. That's the truth. You know, it's like day and night. You know, things that we would, we would fear to do. Christians today, they're doing it openly. They're doing it openly. You know, Kremota, you know, speaking a white lie. I'm just choosing this and, you know, these practical examples. Kremota, you know, just saying a white lie. Yeah. A white lie, and it's like, there's not border here. Oh, did you do this? No, uh, I didn't do it. And, and, and that thing does not bother you. And then I'm saying, but are we Christians? Yeah, that's why Jesus spoke about the parable of ten virgins. That five of them remained. Five only. It's only five that made it. Only 50%. Can this be mean that only 50% of the church will make it? I don't know. But if that is the case, make sure that you are in the 50% that will make it. And so we should take our Christianity serious. You know, Christianity really is talking about you know, having values in life. Values and values that you live by. That you as a person, you know, your value, your value is truthfulness, it's faithfulness, it's love, you know, it's you know what else? Eh? Integrity, you know, you're a man of your word, you know, it's you know what else? Respect, you respect somebody else, you respect everybody. You know, what else? 
I'm every failure to a values. Eh? Trustworthy, you know, patience. Yeah. It, it, it's a value. It's something. In other words, this is what makes you a Christian. You value that. Are you with me? Yeah, so, it's something that we need to live by. It's something that we need to do in our lives. Yeah. And I'm telling you that when, when, when we come to a point whereby we live by values, Christian values, you know, what is important as a Christian, you will be hiding under the shadow of God's wings. You know, I've been looking, you know, maybe de dealing with a number of disputes and, and, and so forth. And, <clears throat> you know, some, some of them, I just say to them, you know what? Just go and be Christian. Because the matter is so complicated. How to go with Tomagai? You know, when, when you just do Christianity, you'll be solving all this problem. And, and, and that's, that's what should happen. That, you know, uh, we should be Christian. You find that the husband and wife are fighting, and we look at the fight. You say, Mary, this thing, just, just go and be a Christian. Just go and be a Christian. It will solve the fight. They are fighting over silly things. Girl, there is dishonesty here. There is this here. You know, there is that here. It's terrible. Yeah, but when we are Christians, we will live by Christian values. And so when we talk about staying under, the sh under God's shadow, we are saying that we stay in, we stay in, in God's values, God's principles, we do the weight. We do the weight. You see, we're not going to get to heaven simply by the fact that you are a, you are a member of God's tabernacle. That's not what is going to get us to heaven. Yeah. It's by... Did you have Christian values with you? Did you live by them? Did you live by them? And I mean, if you are uh, there to blast, you know, everything on everybody on social media, it's like when 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 you post, you know, it's all something bad about somebody. It's not right. Are you with me? It's not right. Yeah. And that we need to, you know, uh, to, to live Christian life. And then by so doing, we are staying under God's God's uh, shadow. Now let's continue reading. Verse 5. Now therefore, so God is telling Moses, this is what you had to tell the children of Israel that, you know, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians, how I bore you on eagles' uh, wings and brought you to myself. He's continuing, verse 5. Now therefore, if you will indeed, now listen to what God, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples. For all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and holy nations. These are the ways that you shall speak to the people of Israel. Now, when God says you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, you know what, does, what did he mean by that? 
He meant that you will be an example to the whole world. He says, all the nations are mine, or the world, but I have chosen you. A priest is somebody who, who represents the principles of God to people. He's showing, to, uh, he's showing people that this is how you are to live. So when he says that you shall be a kingdom of priests, he was saying to them that uh, because I have chosen you, you will be an example to the rest of the world how people need to live. And that's what a church should be. We are kings and priests. So we need to show the world this is how things are done. Are you with me? You know, this is how we do things. This is what is right. Because people out there don't know what is right, what is wrong. So we are the one to show them this is right and this is wrong. And so God is saying, he was saying that here that, you know, as long as you keep my commandments, you know, you do what I what I want, you obey my instructions, you obey my voice, you keep my covenant. It says, you shall be my treasured possession among all people. So also individual. When you, when you do, you obey the voice of God, you keep his covenant, you become a treasured Position, a treasured position. Now, just think about what you have. What is the most important thing in your life? You say, this is my treasure. I mean, a material thing. Uh, you don't have to tell me, but just think, think it out. You know, this is treasure to me. You know, I love this thing. Whether it's a it's a you know a dress or you know a suit or you know a watch or whatever it is, eh, it's important to you. What did you say, Machika? It's your goats. Yeah. <laughs> She's raising up goats, you know, special goats. Were you saying it's your goats? <laughs> it's part of your treasure. <laughs> now, whatever it is, uh, that thing, it's treasured. It's your treasured possession. Now, it's like possessions. Yeah? Okay. Pastor Luisa just corrected me. She says, I must say what? Possession. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Treasured possession. <clears throat> it's something that you value in life. So God says that when you do his will, you will be somebody that he values. Because you will be so important to God that he won't want anything wrong with you. That is staying under God's wings. Staying in God. You're serving God. You're living for God. God will look after you. He will take care of you. No evil shall befall you. No plague shall come near your dwelling place. You will be treasured before God because you're doing what He wants you to do. So we need to be doing that, you know, in our lives. And make sure that, you know, we do our best to love God, to serve God, to be committed to God. You know, and God will take care of you. I desire that everything would go well with you, every one of you, all the time. 
That's my desire. That's my prayer. If you say, what's, your, what's, what's, what's prayer for all of you, for all God's uh, uh, tabernacle, Christian family church uh, members, and all our sons and daughters out there, my desire is that it will go well with them. It will go well with them. Hallelujah. So we need to be treasured. We need to, and we're doing that. We accomplish that by obeying the voice of God and by keeping that covenant of God. Just be a Christian. No more Christian. No more Christian. It's a word that we, you know, Yakushishana. Yakwaran. No, no more crest, no more crazy services that I know no fellow Mugreste. And you see that, you know, God will take care of you, it will go well with you. Amen. God bless you. You received something from God? Amen. Let's say this together. Father God, I thank you that you are helping me to hide under your shadow. That I am protected in your presence. I refuse to leave you. I refuse to get away from you. But I will hide. I will press in under your shadow and hide there all the time. 